0: This is the best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at capitalfinancialusa.com. First of all, you have the greatest bedside manner of any human being I know. Uh, you and Scott from the mailbag. Scott Scott came at you with f- both barrels. And you you let him rant. You edited for brevity because you're the only guy who can ramble on. Uh, And then you explained some points. You went back at him for some incorrect statements. I thought, I want people to go read it. I'm not even going to tell them uh, what was said. Uh, I thought you handled that beautifully. So as we get into this, he had some valid points about the team. Uh, There's a lot of frustrated fans. Um, No doubt. Where are we after the bye week? Uh, They are 0-6 is
1: where they are. This thing has not gone the way anybody expected. And I think, you know, again, it's one thing to be disappointed and frustrated with the thing. The thing that bugs me is not recognizing that this was always going to be a little bit of a building platform. And I think there's specific things that take you from building and maybe being – two and four, three and three at this point in the season. Cause I think regardless how you thought this was going to go still with the dolphins and the lions in that chunk of schedule and a big road trip to Seattle, I think three wins was probably the ceiling. That was probably the best case scenario. I think in any fair estimation of what was going right. on schedule eases up considerably after this point, only three games left of the last 11 against teams that have a winning record right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a little more jury of the peers, second half of the year, or second two thirds of the year, um, or the second and third thirds of the year, I guess that would be. <laughs> at any rate, I was never very good at math, that's why I got into journalism. Um, But I think that because you say things in the preseason like, hey, the division's there for the taking, people expect that you're going to take it. Right. Uh, When the owner comes out on draft night and talks about Bryce leading a team to multiple Super Bowls, I think people thought he meant soon. (laughs) So when you – the one thing that I believe, and I kind of – it's one of those personal value sort of things – Frank Reich talks a lot about diversity of thought. The easy thing to do, if you wanted to put a coherent, together, offensive style for a new quarterback on the field in week one, what Frank would have done is hire a bunch of his buddies that he's known for 20 years. But he went out and deliberately hired a bunch of coaches from different trees, from different systems, because they wanted to grow something around Bryce Young for the long term. So I think, you know, it's been a little tower of Babel here for the last six weeks or so. While Thomas Brown coming out of the Rams, Sean McVay system is trying to build a run game philosophy with Frank's passing game, you know, big no huddle, big Philly system you know, moving around quickly kind of background. And you're talking about two pretty opposite ways of doing football. And so getting those two things together and getting everybody on the same page is taking a little bit longer than I think people expected when you had all these big-name coaches coming in together from the start.
0: Darren Gant, Panthers.com, is joining us. I'm going to talk about uh, something you just said in uh, just a second, but I want to go back to the schedule and the fact that it eases up some. For a lot of people, there is a lot more riding on this particular game against the Houston Texans than there would otherwise be for a, a team that is sub-500 coming in to play a team that is winless. Uh, and that is of course of course, is because the quarterbacks were selected one and two in this draft. So I have told people over and over and over again, It doesn't matter what C.J. Stroud does as long as Bryce Young is your quarterback. In in, in terms of he he is the guy going forward, he is a good quarterback. Doesn't matter what C.J. Stroud does. How do you how do you convey that to people? Because there are people who are making this out to be you failed bowl if C.J. Stroud outperforms Bryce Young.
1: Well, I failed as a journalist if I allow my readers to make a single game, a referendum on the next 10 years of any particular franchise's direction. I mean, that's just not how it works. I mean, it's how I think the popular culture has taken us. Uh, We want our football in TikTok-sized bites, I guess. We want to make decisions. You know, we want hot takes to declare this is the best ever right now today. And that's not how sports is supposed to work. Thank God some of these people aren't baseball fans because 162 games a year with Sets them on fire. Um, I just, I think because of the limited supply, when you've got seventeen of these things, we tend to overstate each individual one of them. I, you know, again, thank you for making one of next week's points oh. for me in the mailbag. Win or lose, you know, the result of that football game has no bearing on the future of Bryce Young or the future of C.J. Stroud or whether they made the right decision or took the wrong quarterback or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, we could get three years down the road and might decide that C.J. Stroud would have been the better choice. But nothing that happens on Sunday at Bank of America Stadium at 1 o'clock, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, is going to change
0: that. <laughs> Darren Gant, Panthers.com, is joining us. Uh, just as an aside it's a good thing that the Panthers didn't choose Anthony Richardson because whenever you take a small quarterback, uh, there is that yeah. risk of injury. So yeah, we, you
1: got to take a big guy. So he'll be safe. Ex- like Sam
0: Newton was exactly. Uh, it's like, it's unbelievable how pe- people I feel horrible for Anthony Richardson. I mean, <laughs> I do honestly,
1: too. Adam, we did, we did a podcast at the beginning of the season or when the schedule came out and somebody asked me, you know, Hey, what's the stretch of the schedule you're most excited about? And I said, are you kidding me? It's, it's weeks eight, nine, 10, where you get to see Bryce play C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Justin Fields, because that's that's how you decide. I mean, that's a barometer for kind of where the progress is, and certainly this thing's gone in a way nobody expected in May with with Bryce, but, you know, I, I think, you know, nobody's happy with 0-6. Nobody's you know, content with where they are as a team, certainly. But I think as you look at this thing, 16, six games into the year, it's a reasonable enough sample size. Here's what happened on offense. They don't have enough dudes that can get open and mm-hmm. catch balls and make plays. Right. Uh, here's what's happening offensively. They were without their two starting guards, you know, one game into the season for the next six weeks. They went through last year with two combinations of starting offensive linemen in 17 games. They did that in two games this year. Um, injuries up the middle, you know, teams have been able to pressure Bryce. Yep. Yeah, you know, I think on the other side of the ball, being so beat up with so many guys on injury reserve, losing Shaq Thompson in week two and J.C. Horn was a killer. I mean, you can't take your defensive signal caller and your best cornerback off the field in week two and expect, the next 16 to go swimmingly. That's just not how football works. So I, I think the combination, uh, as I mentioned in the mailbag, this is like a game of Jenga. And it was built on a very shaky, you know, for now platform because there were so many new parts, but so many new people, so much new, 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 that when one thing goes bad, you're not deep enough to be able to withstand some of that stuff. So I, I, I think it's probably – In hindsight, we should have probably adjusted the expectations down a little bit. But still, obviously, they're not happy about the way this first six weeks went because several of those games were winnable. Oh yeah, I mean, if Bryce hangs on to the ball against Minnesota, they win that game because the Vikings were not scoring that
0: day. I agree. I agree. By the way, uh, I am now understanding just how popular the game Jenga is because yesterday, and I'm, I'm failing to remember who brought it up, Uh, One of our guests brought up Jenga. This is back-to-back days where apparently America's party game uh, is, uh, like I thought, maybe we'd be talking more about Connect Four or Pictionary. But no, uh, it's Jenga. Darren Gant, (laughs) Panthers.com, is joining us here uh, on the Adam Gold Show. So progress for... This
1: segment has become a trivial pursuit, Adam. (laughs)
0: Yeah. oh man very good all right I I I, I can't come up with a, a suitable response to concentration.
1: that concentration I did it
0: oh you're very good you're giving me a headache Darren <laughs> all right funny let's talk about double trouble here um Thomas Brown's calling plays now which I yeah fine I'm 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 glad for that uh I think you wrote about it at panthers.com we asked the old guy that will give Maybe, Frank, a uh, an opportunity to concentrate on managing the entirety uh, of it all without dealing with the minutiae, and he should trust Thomas Brown. He hired him as his offensive coordinator. But let's talk about the progress of Bryce, because I think like that we have seen more progress from week to week to week to week to week. Uh, I think Bryce has demonstrated that they should let him take a couple of more chances down the field. Uh, Because I think he's successful when he pushes the ball down the field a little bit. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuda with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's
1: when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement.
0: Call 888 0013-888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I, I think he's also shown a, a capacity for being able to move in no huddle, to be able to, you know, get in some kind of rhythm. I mean, that's a little bit of what he did. And I think it's going to be interesting to see. Everybody's going to Yeah, listen, man, this game this weekend is going to become a Rorschach test for a lot of things, not just Bryce and CJ, but for Thomas Brown as well and what this offense is going to look like. So listen, here's what we know Bryce is good at. He's a good rhythm player. He's good. He's good anticipating. Uh, Where receivers are going to be and throwing catchable balls that they can run after the catch. You know, we didn't anticipate Adam Thielen turning back into Justin Jefferson all of a sudden, but um, there's surprises every year. But I I think there are things that they can do to maximize what Bryce is good at. And they're, you know, working on those things as we speak, you know, in a walkthrough and a practice today, getting stuff together, you know, putting in a game plan. So I, I think it'll be curious to see where it goes this week. But Thomas is. Listen, man, Thomas is a bright guy. He has – we're going to have a story up on Panthers.com by Augusta the Stone a little bit later. Today, our first thing in the morning about Thomas and the teacher-preacher background of his parents that kind of got him to this place. He commands a room. He knows how to talk to people because he was one of them, and, and he's got that vibe. I mean, he's got that leadership vibe. If you watch his press conferences – it's easy to see little hints of Mike Tomlin and stuff like that in there. I mean, and Sean McVeigh as well. He knows how to talk to football players. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how he develops in this role because he is a super bright guy, exudes leadership. Uh, we'll see how it all comes together on the field. But I think, you know, again, for the long term, hiring Thomas Brown as your offensive coordinator, when you had no background with him at all, was was the thing a smart and secure person does, not a person who was going for immediate gratification. All
0: right, final thing for Darren Gant, at Darren Gant on Elon Musk's website. Um which is still twitter.com. It's not X That's Oh, I'm
1: ever gonna call it. I'm not ever gonna call it anything else. Sorry. <laughs>
0: it's 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 quite it's quite all right. Um Health how close are the Panthers to getting some key players back? I know Austin Corbett has been activated. Can the, Do, yeah, do we assume he's going to play on Sunday? Is J.C. Horn somewhere down the road, hopefully soon, going to get on the field so Panthers fans can see their franchise cornerback?
1: <laughs> At some point. I don't know if it's going to be this week on J.C. We'll see. I would anticipate. I, I think there's a pretty good chance that Austin Corbett, uh makes his debut this week i don't I don't think i'm giving anything away he's, it's been a long journey for him which we've documented in great detail at panthers.com <laughs> um but austin is he's ready and, and i think you know they're going to put him through a couple days of practice put him in pads today obviously and see how all that stuff goes but he's checked every box he's hit every landmark in the rehab and recovery and this was always kind of the the time they thought. I mean, listen, they've got a lot of dudes, you know, who are going right. to be on injury reports, you know. If they could get Xavier Woods back, um, that would be a big benefit. Have it, you know, again, that's the thing with defense. It's not just Shaq and J.C. They've been out there running around without their two starting safeties, both of whom are old heads who were brought here because they're so smart and keep everybody in the yeah. right place. And X and Vaughn Bell, I, I think X is probably closer than Vaughn. Uh, don't know on J.C. whether that's a this-week thing or a next-week thing, but probably sooner rather than later. Um, and and then they'll just, you know, start to become whole again. Hopefully they can keep the guys up front like Derek and Brian uh, healthy and, you know, able because when the secondary is in the state, it's in. You need a little more pressure up front. So um, they're getting there. I don't know that it's going to necessarily be this week for all of them, but they're trending in the right direction, as
0: Frank likes to say. Darren Gant, at Darren Gant on Twitter. There you go. There you go. That's my friend. Uh, Two Ts for extra talent, my friend. I will talk to you again very soon.
1: You know what? The extra T is for turnip because after going to the state fair last weekend and realizing only one person entered premium turnip at the North Carolina (laughs) State Fair, this is my path to riches. I am now going to become the turnip king of Mecklenburg County.
0: Uh, uh, The Abe Froman. The sausage king of Chicago, that is Darren Gant. All right, man, I'll talk to you later. Take care. See you, buddy. I I mean, I had no idea. Only one, one person entered a turnip?
1: Turnip travesty. What is going on? State fair. I did see huge pumpkins, though. (laughs) And I mean pumpkins. Right.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to probably just go to break here uh, before somebody gets in trouble. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help